Greetings. I'm Stephanie Elizabeth Briggs, the creator of Heart Blossom, where I offer soul guidance to a global community of highly sensitive healers, artists, and visionaries. This is your moon message for the full moon in Libra, Sunday, March 28th, 2021, at 2.48 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. This is a powerful full moon for healing on many levels in relationship to yourself, to your desires, and to other people in your life. At this full moon, we have this powerful clustering happening with the sun, Venus, and Chiron all conjunct, all fused here at eight degrees of Aries, bringing this potent fire of transformation to our healing journey. And then opposite this cluster, we have the moon at eight degrees of Libra, bringing a vision for our highest ideals in relationships. And all of this, of course, very much has to do with your relationship with yourself. As I've shared before, the way that we relate with ourselves has such an impact on the relationships that we have with other people. And it's really simple in some ways because how we feel about ourselves, how much we're able to accept ourselves or not, impacts how we're able to show up as we engage with and relate with other people. My understanding at this time is just to share with you that your life purpose is really just to be you. This is what I've come to understand and embrace on my own journey, which has been ongoing for in particular the last decade of awakening to my soul, to my magic, to more dimensions of who I am which is an ongoing process. It's still happening. It will be continuing. But what I've realized is that ultimately it's about being who I am, uncovering who I am in every moment so that I can live from that place. So when we're dealing here with Aries, this has to do with our very existence as humans here on Earth. It's really the energy of spring. Western astrology is based on the seasonal cycles of the northern hemisphere. So with Aries, we have this spring energy of getting things started. There's a boldness, an impulse, and a motivation to go after your life, to go after what it is that you want. And so the invitation with this moment of healing in particular is to really look at how much we're willing to take up space in our own life with ourself. How much of us are we able to accept and allow to exist even just in our own awareness? So many of us have taken on conditioning or judgments or 
all these ideas about who we are, who we're supposed to be, and what parts of us are okay, are acceptable to express and act on, especially for those of us who are healers, as well as just being highly sensitive people. Oftentimes, we are conditioning um, is to these patterns of codependence and taking care of other people and just really giving so much of ourselves. And in ways, like we kind of tend to get into um, more of that moon and Libra side um, in its less empowered expression of just mirroring other people at the expense of ourselves to keep the peace, to maintain a sense of comfort, whether for ourselves and or for the other people that we're relating to. First, what I want to say is that if we've been doing this, it's usually something we've been culturally conditioned into. And oftentimes, as part of that, we this is what helps us to feel safe. And if we have experienced abuse uh, or neglect, especially like growing up, this is probably something that we learned in order to best survive and navigate those circumstances. And so whatever patterns we notice we're in, like if we notice that it's hard to take up space, it's hard to really own our desires in relationships. If we feel like we're always in unequal relationships, in balance, where we're just giving and giving and giving, realize that you are the one who is remaining in this relationship. It's not to say that you're to blame for any harm that you're experiencing. It's not your fault um, when other people cause you harm or cause you pain. And as an adult, you have agency. So I've been reflecting on this personally uh, as I've been coming up on the seven-year anniversary of me actually getting a divorce. So I got married at age 25 and um, feels like a lifetime ago, but um, it just ended up not really being a very happy relationship for me and ultimately it wasn't um, aligned with who I wanted to be, what I wanted to experience and what I cared about in my life and I just didn't realize it at first because I hadn't explored those things for myself I was just going along in that um, pathway of like what I thought other people wanted or what would make other people like me it's okay if you want to be liked it's okay if you want to be accepted and even validated by people in your life I just want to go ahead and say that it's okay if you want validation and people who love you and support you will probably offer you some of that validation naturally or if they don't they might be open to giving that to you if you would ask for it. But also you can work on validating yourself. So it doesn't have to be an either or. There's a concept that goes around a lot in personal development of you have to love yourself before anyone else can love you. And I don't fully believe that. I think that it can be both and, that we can be learning to love ourselves while also um, learning and, and growing in our capacity to receive love from other people. And so for me, again, as I've been reflecting on my own journey over these last seven years since I moved out of that relationship and then really went into a seven-year pattern of healing 
my relationships and my relationship patterns in particular with romantic partners. I had a lot of really toxic, unhealthy, unsustainable, and harmful patterns um, in, in my relationships. And it's not to say that I've fixed all of that and everything's totally perfect all the time. Definitely not. But I've certainly moved through a period um, and, and got to a different level, a different energy to my relationships now. So my old pattern um, that was going on in my marriage and then also showed up with even greater intensity in relationships that came in the years after that, um, you know, was really giving my power away. I actually have my son in Libra, so I, when I speak of these uh, unhealthy Libra dynamics, I'm speaking (laughs) from personal experience. I know all the shadows of Libra. Because Libra values beauty and harmony and peace and, um, you know, all the pleasantries. Very diplomatic, but so it's just um, important to also make sure that there's integrity in that. So for me in my old relationship pattern, I didn't really have integrity. I actually was doing a lot of performance um, and and suppressing things, things that I needed and wanted or things that I was upset about or things that I was excited about, like anything that felt like it wasn't welcome, um, that I felt like I was going to get criticized or rejected, I would just like hold that back. Um, and, you know, it really um, is not a sustainable pattern. And, and in, in this, I would also tend to be drawn to partners who I didn't think of it like this at the time but now I realize like I had almost them that they were like a project (laughs) that I was gonna help them realize how awesome they were and you know make their life better but like that's not what they wanted (laughs) and um so that was actually really kind of messed up on my part and it also resulted in me funneling so much of my energy and my uh my attention to this other person and the relationship And um, it was just like a downward spiral. And ultimately, things really escalated to a place of crisis that I actually went through with one partner. It was significant enough for me that that was my final wake-up call. I need to make a serious change here. So that's the time when I finally decided to commit to changing my relationship patterns. And ultimately, it took several years of me trying out things and every time I realized I was in the pattern again I had to say no and I had to extricate myself from the pattern I had to do it over and over and over and over (laughs) and it was not easy or fun it was really hard and disappointing sometimes and frustrating and kept wondering if I was ever gonna actually be able to have a relationship that could be healthy I'm happy to say that I did finally get there. My current relationship is awesome, amazing. I consider us to be a power couple, which is something that I was always drawn to actually as a concept um, in prior times of my life. Um, But I didn't even really know what that was about, but it just seemed appealing to me. We're actually both trauma survivors, so on paper, this really would not work at all. And 
um, we've definitely been through some tough times earlier in our relationship and have needed to be really patient and get support along the way. Um, and also we were friends for several years, even though we're definitely always attracted. But, um, I think what's been different in this scenario is that we both have a commitment to our individual healing journeys and we both are always working on ourselves and also we were are able to be honest with each other and that's ultimately one of my number one things for how I've been able to shift my relationship patterns is deciding to be more and more honest about where I'm at what I want what I need and it's really scary sometimes but what I found is that a lot of times when I actually express that I can get what I want and need and also if I express it and I can't get it then I have that information to decide what do I want to do if I'm with a partner who can't even hear my needs or wants then ultimately that's not a partnership that's sustainable for me And so that was part of my decision that I made. Where I'm at now is I have this partnership that feels like a power couple. We have mutual support and respect and inspire each other to be our best selves and healing and growing and living with integrity. Um, We also share a lot of values and priorities and um, we're able to actually heal together as we can co-regulate our nervous systems together. And ultimately, and this is something that I've really learned a lot from my partner, is just about moving through life as a team. Like we have each other's back and we're here to help each other and it's mutual. So there's no need to feel transactional or keeping score or like um, you're indebted or you've given so much, you're not getting anything back. Like it just sustains and it just works. I really believe in the power of our ability to heal and grow. We can keep changing over time. Our relationships change, our desires change. I had a friend who I actually am not really friends with anymore, but one thing she said to me once is that she tries to hold what she loves with an open hand. And I always thought that was so profound because we tend to grip and cling to the things that we love. But sometimes we think that we want something And then we get it and we realize it's not even what we want. It's not for us. So that's another thing I want to just remind you is that um, it's okay. You don't have to stick with something just because you thought you wanted it. And if relationships are transitioning, if, if relationships are ending, you may need to grieve the loss. But just trust that some relationships are meant to be long term. Others are short term. Let them be what they are. And when it comes to you... Remember that who you are is an unfolding journey. You are one and you are many. And there's no one true real you. The real you is the whole you, all the the parts and expressions and phases and seasons of your life. We do have a lot of energy right now for moving forward into this next season, into this next chapter. We have Mars in Gemini. It's transiting uh, with the North Node in Gemini and um, also in a trine to Saturn in Aquarius. So there's lots of energy here and motivation to grow and evolve. And also, um, you know, to network, to communicate and to share ideas and support and community. 
um, and really, again, building community that will be here to support us in the long term in a sustainable way. Also, uh, there's energy to speak your desires and uh, taking inspiration from the energy of Aries, speaking your desires with confidence. Venus is in Aries right now. Venus in Aries goes for what they want. So um, you can ask for what you want and then open to receive what you have requested and notice in that process if that feels scary or it feels hard. There might be something to explore there. What is it that you're worried about? What might happen if you give voice to this? What might happen if you give voice to this and you don't get what you asked for? Then what? And with all of this, it's just an opportunity for pruning any old overgrown brush that might be in the way so you can clear that out so there's space for these new seedlings to grow in your life. Trust your process of being and becoming human. You are an intrepid soul who has taken birth here on earth. It's pretty bold and badass if you ask me. If you are on the journey and you'd like to have more space for you to be, to come into more existence, to come more alive and be on your journey with kindred spirits while also supporting the creation of this podcast, you're invited to join us in the Starlight Society, which is my private community for magical humans. Um, I love hanging out with them. We get to enjoy a monthly sacred circle uh, for shared ritual space where everybody gets to get their own personal intuitive guidance. And we really have a sweet and intimate group. So if this is calling your attention or your curiosity, you can learn more at join.thestarlightsociety.com. Thank you for being with me here today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful. Until next time, wishing you all the best on your journey.